You're welcome to podcast with KK Baby of Teens Allowed Foundation. In this podcast, Pastor KK shares his thoughts on various topics from God's perspective. Today, we are going to answer the question, is oral sex allowed in marriage? Let's dive right in. Today, George from The Gambia writes us, he's asking, can married couples engage in oral sex? An interesting question today. Uh, well, uh, thankfully, the question is about married couples. So, uh, when we talk about married couples, we're talking here about um, people that God himself says, you know, that uh, finally the, they, they have the right to enjoy their bodies. And you can, you can get it very clearly stated in first corinthians chapter 7 uh, the bible says it very clearly in the verse four, well let me just read from verse 3 it says the husband i'm reading from the niv version niv sorry the husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife and likewise the wife to her husband the, the, and the verse 4 is where my anchor is it says the wife does not have authority over her own body but yields it to her husband in the same way the husband does not have authority over his own body but yields it to his wife so here you see the bible is talking clearly about the body the entire body the entire body and here i you know i'm people have heard me talk about matthew chapter 5 27 to 28 as um, a key that the bible does uh, you know give um, um, credence to the heart as one of the major areas that the bible that where sex actually takes place not necessarily with the penis Mm -hmm. even with the penis and the vagina what makes it so powerful is just because there are serious nerves that are connected there where those the penis and the vagina just become like uh, receptor signals receive the signals but the real interpretation is actually done in the mind Mm -hmm. so um, so that's where we start from now but so and you know let me also read um another so the from the first corinthians 7 i have actually tried to establish the generalized um and this is the context of sex you know that the bible was talking about to married couples and it talked about the entire body is a sexual organ if it is you see as it were it's an access the, the the woman has an access to the husband's body and the husband has an access to the entire body and that's why you know there can be kisses and all of that you know where i was counseling a couple they were talking about how the guy didn't think that kissing on the neck was anything and uh, and i was telling it's even much more powerful than the lip and when i the girl i said it, the girl finally agreed with me and <laughs> you know so it's it's the whole body is actually a sexual organ i want to read from Proverbs chapter 5 where the Bible also is talking here about something very interesting. It says, I'm reading from the verse um, um, 15. This is the Bible actually encouraging us to married couples to be people that spend time enjoying themselves sexually. Although it's using a lot of figurative speech. 
uh, the man it gets to a point that it doesn't mean worse at all, which is where it's going to be my uncle very soon, as we see. He says, drink water from your own system, running water from your own will, simply saying, be a person that has sex with your wife and your wife alone, don't spread yourselves uh, across. You know, the verse 16 says, sisters saying the same thing. Should your springs overflow in the streets and your streams of water in public squares, more like your spam, your semen, shooting like a spring, you know, of course, the pumping action is, is, is springy in nature, you know. <laughs> and then the verse 17 says, so it's still talking about the same thing about be a person that enjoys sex with the woman God has given to you or the man God has given to you. And the verse 17 says, let them be yours alone, never to be shared with strangers. May your fountain be blessed and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth. Wow. The verse 19 says, A loving doe, a graceful deer, may her breast satisfy you always. May you be, may you ever be intoxicated with her love. So here, the Bible mentions a very serious organ which we know is supposed to have been for only babies. But the Bible here mentions breasts as an avenue that can be used for sexual pleasure. So here, I think apart from, you know, anal sex, which the Bible mentions in Romans chapter 1 as uh, unnatural, um, largely the Bible oral sex is something that, and by oral sex, mainly people are asking about what the, the vulgar, part of it excuse me excuse me to say but i'm largely talking to people that are you know so let me just say <laughs> what they call blowjob where is uh, the man putting the penis a woman putting penis in the, uh, the husband in her mouth or the woman the man the man licking the vagina of the um um uh, uh the licking the vagina of the um the man licking the vagina of the wife Mainly that's where people are really concerned about. But I will say that we read from these two verses, these two verses that largely is something that the Bible allows for. Because even for the things like breasts, that it's not it's meant actually for babies. The Bible says it's a sexual organ, you can be able to make use of that and sexually. You know, and we and and so, but there's the only caveat that I would say is that you know, in the in this theme, in the same the verse I read in the first Corinthians chapter seven, is a very important. There's a very important thing to note there, that um, the um, and so back again to the verse first Corinthians chapter seven verse three, it says the husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife and likewise the wife to her husband. So uh, the wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. Um, in the same way, the husband should does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. Simply saying that there should be a sort of, and we know that from First Corinthians thirteen four to eight about love, that love must be patient, man, love must be kind. So. We, I, I, I will find it very difficult for if you want and that's why for me each time I'm counseling married people who are about to marry I normally want to know the extent to which um, the other partner is comfortable 
So I think that if your oral sex will be wrong in maybe like two other areas where when it is not kind, you know, if someone is your, your wife or your husband is uncomfortable with something, uh, you know, some people see it as very, very, very dirty. That you know, he would use the amount anywhere near the genitalia area. <clears throat> and I think that if someone thinks that way, you would have to. Dis- and that's why counseling is very important, so that some of these things are ironed out at the very beginning, so that there's not something. If someone is not kind, is not open to that, you don't force people to do that. And the other thing I also say that you know, and although we are talking about oral sex, I just want to quickly also say that yeah, the oral sex can also degenerate into other things where people are doing action for things that can actually end up becoming dangerous. You know, in that case, that will also make it not uh, a good thing. You know, so apart from these two things, if the couple have discussed this, and especially with their counselor, and they are open to explore and be an adventurous, as long as it doesn't become a dangerous thing that doesn't hurt, I think it's already the Bible is open with the body, and it's open with things that are not conventionally sexual organs, uh, but uh, have been placed in the sexual context, you know, that we can explore and be adventurous but of course the kindness aspect of it and the dangerous getting too dangerous and you know getting into areas that can harm the other person i think we should guard against that apart from that i think we should be free to um, enjoy a couple should be free to enjoy themselves as much as possible yeah okay so um, a question in terms of the fact that Nowadays, I keep on hearing about um, people who want to be tied up and beat. I don't know, like they want to be tied up and beating and all that. Is there a situation? Does that fall between the lines of where, of what is acceptable, or does it also fall at the unnatural part of sex for, for married couples? Yeah, yeah. I think that a lot of it is actually fueled by lust. In that, you know, um, uh, uh, I was discussing with a friend who was talking about how his, a lot of his friends were coming to him and, and saying they were no longer, you know, getting ejaculating when they had sex with their wives. And he was quick to tell them that they, it was, uh, it's not, it, there was nothing wrong with them. It's simply an issue of a lot of masturbation and um, pornography. Pornography has that tendency to fry your brain. If you engage, if you, you see, last, I, as yesterday I was preaching in church and saying, last is like the sea, uh, as much water that flows into it, that's not gets full. So it's, it's like that. It never gets, you know, so you're always looking for the next thing, you know. Meanwhile, if we come back to the normal thing and we become contented in, 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 in sex, you would your all your systems will revert to normal <laughs> and and a normal uh, vaginal sex will give you satisfaction 
if you are a person that is not overly you see when we go into the world the, you know, the anatomy of the human being you see god is the one who created it and his laws work and if you start going against his laws then you will have to reinvent things nowadays you know there are sex therapists here and there i'm, I'm telling <laughs> you and they, you know i've listened to quite a number of them and they talk about different different things and I mean, I'm, I'm all in for people learning, getting knowledge about sex so they can enjoy themselves better. But hey, let's be very careful. Some of the things, they are just because we are going against God's commands. If we are basic people contented with marrying each other, staying away from pornography, stopping this romantic, erotic books reading and all of these things, we read God's word, our bodies will revert to normal. And when they revert to normal, we will enjoy normal sex. Uh, and some, sometimes, honestly, a lot of the sex is overrated, you know. And do we, yeah, sex is good, it's great. And I mean, I'll tell couples, Charlie, have 50 rounds if you can. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, let's not push it beyond where it's supposed to be. Even when you read down in this same First Corinthians 7, you know, down, the Bible says even those who are married pretend as if you are not married because there's a purpose for which God called us to marry. Of course, sex is part of it, but that we should even, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's not overly make sex the actual beginning and end of all the marriages. And as you tie people, I mean, these are all just lustful perversions. But if we can just, you know, fall in love with God, that's where the real sexual pleasure is, if I should say, if I should say, because, you know, all those things we are chasing after is really chasing after the true passion, which is worship, which is, uh, you know, laying our hearts down before God himself and listening to what he tells us. Yeah. Thank you so much, Pastor KK. Here's a short summary. Married couples have the right to enjoy their bodies. God actually encourages that. Married people spend time enjoying each other. This includes oral sex. Two things would make oral sex wrong in a marriage, however. Where your spouse does not agree to it. The other thing is that oral sex may degenerate into some dangerous fetishes, which are purely lustful. However, with good counseling, a married couple can learn to enjoy sex like God intended. Thank you so much for listening to Podcasts with KK Baby. For more information, guidance or counseling, please contact us on plus 233 Plus two three three five zero one six nine eight eight three four. You can also reach us via email at info at kkbaby.com. If you are blessed by this podcast, don't forget to share with your friends and family. Please prayerfully consider donating to KK Baby Ministries to help us make more content like this. This has been Podcast with KK Baby. Until next time, stay blessed. Supernatural, supernatural, supernatural feeling. Supernatural. That I'm-